ready to go with our third annual kook-off here at Deconversion Therapy. And I will tell you, this time it's more of a jerk-off, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Have you been saving that one? I have. That's been (laughs) under the lid for a while. I'm Karen. I'm Bonnie, and I say, willkommen. (laughs) For our bilingual experiment here, I also say, damn it, that was the one I knew. (laughs) But we now have the one that you've been waiting for and request, the summertime kook-off. We've done a few before, and... uh, I mean, there's just always people to do. There's always. It's true, but you also uh, helped this time decide who I would do. Not that I really decided the other times that much because you know the players so much more. And this happens every now and then when I start doing research for a show. I just go, this guy's just a dick. I don't, I don't think he's kooky. He's just a dick. Mm-hmm. So That's when you said it. jerk off, yeah, this is yeah. the first annual <laughs> jerk So that's off. right. You're getting a two for one. <laughs> it's a first or third annual, however you want to play it. Um, but briefly for new people, Bonnie and I have known each other since we were one year old. And we grew up in the evangelical church, and I tried a few more advanced churches. That's right. The hand gets higher with every (laughs) denomination I tried. And uh, I was a missionary, and then everything crumbled. (laughs) (laughs) The Bible, uh, yeah, I started reading it um, in order. Anyway... Um, I feel like our life was maybe the freeway, but church was definitely that access road that goes parallel the whole damn time until college ended, and then we had to figure out another route. And I I think that's what millennials, why they're not going to church now, because that's exactly, they're hitting that, and we pressed on. We were like... For me, I'm like, oh, full-time Christian service. And you were like, I'm going to go to church in a minute. Ooh, (laughs) did not like that. So, yeah, I think that's how it goes. Um, But we have an exciting announcement for our sponsors to our newsletter. Those are people who sponsor us at 7 bucks a month. And we decided... We're going to do a Zoom party. So if you are subscribed to that, you can go to deconversiontherapypodcast.com. We'll send out a link, and Bonnie will be in some sort of disguise because she's still incognito. (laughs) And I will be wearing a wig. and (laughs) Just for the hell of it. (laughs) Just for fun. But we really want to have more community, give and take, rather than us just being on this side uh, like dictators. Um, Dictators. (laughs) (laughs) We were joking because somehow every joke today is about the penis or, or something. Yesterday it was poop. Today... It's the other end. That's right. That's the mail. God. And you guys will hear about that episode after this one. So (laughs) get prepared. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, I'm excited about the Zoom thing. 
just because that'll be you fun. Know. I love the interaction. When we did the interviews with various people, that was so fun. It was. It was. Yes. And I did an interview um, on someone's podcast. It's called Shout Your Cause. And she just gets different people who have different causes. And it almost seems like this is now my cause, which it is. I'm always thinking about the podcast and its um, its scope. So, but that'll it's be fun. It's scope. a serious one, though. Oh, all I right. <laughs> I cry. I think, I think I, we no. can all say that that means I will be heading the other way. You'll see a little <laughs> puff of smoke. Uh, I have problems. You guys can figure it out. Um, well, let's introduce <laughs> from oh, our, our, the our jerk-offs. Yeah. So uh, I'll do mine first. In great. my corner, standing at, I don't know, uh, I don't know what he's at. Five eight five nine. Um, likes his beer. Says what? cigars are fine. Has a bit of relevant. Is that what I want to use? Relevant morality, and is in the corner yelling at people. Is you're in my favorite, Mark Driscoll. <sighs> I don't know who that was. Um, so in my corner, not really bouncing around with much energy, but nevertheless ready to get into it, is Rick Wiles. Am I uh, saying his name right? Yeah. Good. Well, feel, say Willie's if you want. I mean. <laughs> There's the theme. Okay. Um, he, this, this guy is oh man what do you think 65ish oh Every, you know yeah 70 maybe a little older i don't okay. know okay well you know he doesn't have fake hair color which i have to say is a nice treat from a lot of the other pastors and um he's just okay. he doesn't use his eyes when he makes his face move to talk <laughs> so much <laughs> Um, so I feel like he has not got the energy of a lot of the other pastors. Right. The the vigor is gone, but it seems that the ire is there. The ire is there. I feel that he's lazy in his hatred. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's where Mark Driscoll comes in. So we have it just sort of... Him calling Mark and saying, can you please lift the couch? Um, (laughs) So I get it. So what we're going to do. Wait, which pertains to something that I wasn't going to put in like a topic for the Kukov thing. But uh, he recently said that God told him that he needed $100 million to build something, something, something. But he didn't say how it was going to happen. And I'm like, that's just him going, hey, I need $100 million. Whoever gives me some of it. Hey, great. I got some money. Right, like, right. Which <laughs> bonus. We're going to say too, and believe me, my eyes aren't moving either. So, just, what if he has to manually move his eyes and that's why we don't see it? <laughs> With when you're not looking, he gets his fingers and he. T- <laughs> okay, um, all right, who wants to go first? Well, um,. I will give you a little bit of history about Rick. Oh, yeah. Let's do that on each one. You go. Okay. 
So first of all, yesterday I was driving around and had the full intention of driving by his church, which is called, uh, shit, um, Flowing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's called Flowing Streams Church, and it's in Vero Beach, Florida, which is easily within driving distance of me. Mm-hmm. And so yesterday I had to acquire some T-shirts from various shirt shops and thought, <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, it's a shirt shop. Uh, I thought, well, I'll pop by Vero and take a picture of the church and surprise Karen at what I found and maybe leave a pen that says deconversion therapy somewhere (laughs) close by. And then I looked and I was in Port St. Lucie at Old Navy and it said on my little thing, 27 miles away. And I'm like, no, gas is too expensive for this jerk. I'm going to just get a Google picture and let it be. And I'm glad I did because once I tell you one of the kook off things, um, you'll see that it's a good thing that I didn't go over to the property. See, I think yeah. uh, <laughs> ours have something in common. God so, saved me yesterday. That's right. You manifested Ah, lazy. that's different. Uh, Take it back. <laughs> that's energy. I, I manifested saying it. Um, okay. So tell me a little about him. Background I don't know. Wise. He's, well, he's the pastor of the flowing rivers church in Vero. And let me just tell you a little bit about the property. It's next to a trailer park. There's no flowing river anywhere. There's a (laughs) drainage canal and there is just a bunch of like, there's a bunch of nature and land next to it, but it's as uneventful as like the planet Tatooine. Oh, no. It's just, it's don't just kind me, of... Don't give me that nerd <laughs> reference. I don't, don't know what that call is. people nerds. It's the don't. planet on Star Wars. I know, but I don't know why it's well, boring. Some, pe- some people will know. It's like desolate and just at least oh. Tatooine is kind of like, hey, here's something that's brown. Oh, here's something that's tan. Here's some more brown. Um, but it's just, it's just that blah disgusting Florida nature where you're like, I mean, Florida nature is not real to me inspiring to be in, you know? I hear you. Like the the tropical plants are, but the ones that are brown and prickly and just there. Yeah. And they're green. They're even boring and green. Maybe it looks more like a like the set of mash. Didn't you want a more modern reference? Like I gave you tattooing. <laughs> um, it's just boring. Like, uh, at least our, see, this is because our church where we grew up was right on the water and it was really pretty. We had a big, pretty lawn and we had a lovely limestone building and his is just boring. And let us say, ours was like that because they were all about image and talking old people out of their money. But we didn't know that. We were young, and we were just going for pizza night. And we appreciated the beauty of it. So anyway, um, also, if you go to the Google where I found the picture of the flowing... 
streams, flowing, yeah, rivers, that church. just is a verse. The flowing streams of life. He's like, okay. It's life. <laughs> when God's I went to life. the flowing drainage canal church on the Google search, um, somebody gave it a Google review and said, the theological equivalent of a Nickelback concert. <laughs> People love hating Nickelback. They love hating Nickelback. Anyway, and I don't know what band that is, but that's okay. Oh, I mean, I'm sure I know their songs, but I couldn't pair them up, you know, right. on a game show. I'd lose. Mm. Well, this is so, a game show. So he also has some kind of uh, a media outlet. I think it's radio, and maybe it's probably on YouTube, and it's called True TV News. Yeah. And it's spelled T-R-U, Which like the fake lime trust? and lemon. What? Yeah. <laughs> can you trust if even true isn't spelled truthfully? I don't know. I mean, it's just a marketing thing. My mom gets this powdered lemon and powdered lime called True Lime or True Lemon. And she's like, look how great it is. I'm like, you have access to limes and lemons every day of your life. We're living in 2021. You know, it's not a seasonal thing, but she just can't get enough True Lime. (laughs) But but True News, anyway, is just him getting people on there and, and making up crazy things to be angry about. Well, that's where ours is in common. So Mark Driscoll is in the news a lot recently because there's a new podcast about him. And I think it's about <laughs> how, like, how Mars Hill died. So he had a church in Seattle called Mars Hill. I always thought it was in Mars Hill, North Carolina, but it, it wasn't. It's not, no. But Mars Hill's from the Bible, too. Well... Obviously, because Mars is where we're supposed to live, and God messed up, and now we're here. Um, So he did, he started this church. It was the fastest growing in America at one point. Now, Christianity Today has a podcast called Who Killed Mars Hill, which I just want to talk about that. If you are a Christian pastor and Christianity Today, which is the main source, is (laughs) actually doing an expose on you, that's not good. And that they true crime the hell out of the title to get people to listen is also crazy. But I can just say a bit about him. He's married. He has kids. And he's masculine, but then I will get into some of the things that that he's done as we like to punch each other <laughs> back and forth. As we like to. Well, oh, I just saw the picture that you posted of the guy's church. I see what you did mean. I post it's, it? I see one. Yeah. Oh wait, I don't have our dock up. Hold oh, please. Oh. Um, yeah. Oh, I know what you're seeing. <laughs> that was just a teaser. Go ahead. Tell the people. I don't have it up, but I know what, I know what you're talking about. Let me just have a look. Um, <laughs> this is great too. This has nothing to do with the kook off, but the, the subject of what I sent Karen <laughs> says, Vero Beach man tried to break into church for Wi-Fi. <laughs> so... <laughs> There's their sad church with their freaking 
uh, yeah, Malcolm in the Middle boring. lawn that isn't mm-hmm. green. Um, and the church is boring, and they're, they decided, oh, let's put a square on the on the ends and make it look kind of like a diamond above the entry. There's not even a steeple. Anyway. That ain't no church. What? Um, but here's what I thought was also interesting, having nothing to do with the kook-off. Apparently, in Vero Beach, when you break the law and you get your mugshot taken, they put a cape on you like they do at a beauty salon. So all of these people have just their floating heads and this black cape. You see his face? I do. Yeah. This is Wi-Fi guy. (laughs) He looks very upset, telling himself... Sonic was five minutes away. Why didn't I just pull up there? Well, he claimed a few things. Like, he needed to make a phone call, and he needed to get the Wi-Fi from the church. And Um, he was on meth. Got it. Well, see, that that was my natural uh, assumption, because also he said his grandmother lived right next door at the the trailer park. Yeah. So, okay, so he couldn't have gone there, and he had a bicycle with him, so he couldn't have gone anywhere else? I I think he wanted a private place (laughs) to look up something on the internet. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's interesting. But the cape Um, thing is weird, because I see it. It, 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 Like, why? Does that disguise what they're wearing, and why would you do that? From my corner, I'm going to tell you one thing about Mark Driscoll. But first of all, I'm not even going to use the main part as one of my punches, which is in 2014, he ended up having to resign from his church for being a dick. So he was just a bully and just awful. So the culture? The culture. His, okay. The culture that he did was terrible. In fact, he's so sort of abusive and arrogant that a lot of people said it helped pave the way for (laughs) Trump because it got people very used to being crass and that's still being okay in Christianity. So... I don't think it's bad if you're not being mean to people. Like being crass about some things is kind of fun. Yeah, no, this is just the mean to people. This was mean to people in that he he even bragged like when people disagreed with him or he felt threatened, he would send them out of the church, fire them from the staff, and he even told the congregation, yeah. I'm getting bodies lined up of those people back behind the church. And when I'm done, there's going to be a whole pile of them. Like he was very into the power. And I will tell you all the things of how it fell apart. But my first thing I will say is, let me find it. So he was basically saying dead to me. (laughs) <laughs> right, dead, to, dead me, to me, <laughs> and I want to talk about it all the time. So the first thing about Mark Driscoll is his book. So in like 2011, he decided to write a book on marriage because that's what you do as a pastor. They sell well. Mm-hmm. His hit number one in the New York Times. In a secular publication? 
Wow. Exactly. I mean, it is miraculous. Or is it? Is it because they spent some of the church money on a PR group that funneled somewhat money and donations <gasps> to purchase the books no. and get it up on there? No. And they did it in a way that was, quote, legal, legal. enough. But it's very unusual for your book to debut at number one and then be gone off the entire <laughs> chart the next, the next day. Week? <laughs> so, and let me give you a little bit. Uh, did I'll they like ahead. buy one for everybody in the church? Like, a I think look they under did that. Pews. But I, I mean, they spent you know like twenty thousand dollars on a PR company that. Uh-huh. Or even more, maybe it was two hundred. It was crazy to do all these little tricks and gadgets, and they would also have like a donation button on their website, mm-hmm. and they'd send everyone there, and it's like donate. Hold on, let me let my dog out. Donate twelve ninety nine and eleven ninety nine, and it goes to buy a book. Oh, it was donate twenty five dollars. So it was oh. donate. And you help the ministry, and we will send you a book for your donation. So it was sort of this tricky thing that worked out. And anyway, the whole thing is about how he's going to, you know, his marriage is going to be godly. And let me just say, he got saved after he was dating his wife. And he and his wife were not El Virginos when they got married. <laughs> and so they have not said what they were doing before they got married. I mean, before they got saved, but then they got saved and then they got married and blah, blah, blah. But I just want to tell you how he throws his wife under the bus <laughs> and His main thing is that men need to be godly, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, so, you know, after we got married, we wanted to then have sex God's way. And he said, but... What? Ew. I know. And he said, but God's way was a total bummer. My previously free and fun girlfriend was suddenly my frigid and fearful wife. She didn't undress in front of me, and she required the lights off on rare occasions we were intimate. Um, And so he's just sort of throwing her under the bus. And then at one point, he also says that he had a dream that she had cheated and slept with another guy when they were dating. Uh And he confronted her, and it said... (laughs) You can't confront someone on a dream. Oh, you wait, you wait. And he said, so Grace started weeping and trying to apologize for lying to me. And then he said, had I known about the sin, I would not have married her. Oh, God. Oh, God. But he, like he, and she was pregnant at the time. So he was just. How did he? But, yeah, but so she actually had cheated on him. Yes. So we're going to hear about oh, yeah. some of his his wonderful things that he would say 
um, that had to do with that. But yeah, his that's his book. And that's when he was still at Mars Hill. There's a little bit of him starting to come out <laughs> in reality. Wow. I know. Well, um, <laughs> all right. Oh, I had just a quick one to knock you on your chin to start with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, I'm going to go with it. I, just, I was thinking maybe that I would uh, go with a longer one because of what you did. But guess what? He says... That people who are creating plant-based foods are attempting to change our DNA and create a race of soulless creatures who cannot be born again. <laughs> so F you and your veganness. P.S. That that's like also he's in it for the long game. These people like we're gonna create this stuff. We're gonna alter DNA, and then when the next generation is born, their souls can't be saved. That's which is exactly and. If it's the long game, then I guess it's not the end times. Thank you. You're really? welcome. No urgency there, Rick. <laughs> oh, God. All I can figure out is that he just thinks about, like, oh, let's see, what do people hate? What do people hate? All right, I'm going to talk about that and get them all riled up and figure out how to monetize it. Or... <laughs> He, like, has heart problems, and his daughter-in-law gave him a, a plant-based burger. And he's like, what is this? And then yeah. he's like, wait a minute, I God have damn a damn it, hole. Julie. <laughs> I feel my DNA changing. Anyway, that one was just to hurt you and your family. Exactly. Thank you. Well, well. let's be honest. <laughs> Some of my daughter's fake food is disgusting. So. Oh, yeah. And it looks so good on the packages. I bought some of that chick apostrophe in. Oh, nope. no, no, nope. no. She says, it tastes just like chicken. I'm like, you have not had yeah. chicken for a very long time. Yeah. There okay. was this dickhead who I worked with who had, uh, I won't even say where he was in my life and what role he held. However, he took me to lunch at this vegan place. And so there was something called Satan. Satan, yep. Which it's, I love how much it sounds like Satan. And it's nasty. Well, this was pretty good. good. But I asked him what it was and he couldn't tell me. So he just ignored it. Right. Like, I get you it. You know what? No, don't get it. If you don't know what it is, say, you know what? I really don't know. And like, say, maybe it's a bean. Maybe it's this. But he just ignored the question. Ugh. That's anyway. rude. You hate him, don't you? I have his phone number in my phone, and I am playing the long game. <laughs> One day, I will figure out the perfect prank phone call, and he won't know what's coming because vengeance is a dish best served <laughs> really cold. <laughs> uh, and I just hope he hasn't changed his phone number. But given what an asshole he is, he probably has. Has had to. Had right. to, yeah. Right. Anyway, so go ahead. Or do you want is me it, to hit you it, again? Is it Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> the, I'm going to jump to the most recent. I'm not going to tell these in chronological order. But he had to start a new church. Well, he didn't have to. 
<laughs> but he would not be at a church unless he started it himself. So he did <laughs> in Scottsdale, Arizona. <laughs> and he's known as being pretty unhinged. And so this happens. First of all, I have to tell you, I found the full story on a blog, and it introduces that, you know, he's a bully. And then the blogger writes, and this is adorable to me, you know, while you put in quotes, almost like an essay that you're like, yeah, I'm going to throw this in, I'm gonna, it's going to look good. The person <laughs> threw in this quote that says, I realize that bullying never has to do with you. It's the bully who's insecure. And that is from Shay Mitchell. And I don't know if you know who that is, but it's like a young <laughs> actress from Pretty Little Liars. So <laughs> I was like, that thrown in there from like a 20-year-old CW actress <laughs> killed me. Um, but Thanks. Yeah, we all didn't get that from our parents, too. <laughs> so he has a daughter... Um, and she was in some kind of youth group activity, and so was a boy. She was 17, he was 15, that's all fine. And they, as it keeps being said, mutually kissed. That's it. They mutually kissed. Well, somehow that got around, and the next thing you know, like the assistant pastor who's, you know, the right-hand bully guy, gets the young kid and is like, get up to my office. And then he yells at him. I mean, he's 15. What did you do? How did you, you know, do terrible things and sinned against the girl? And no, no. Did you kiss her? Yes, we mutually kissed. Well, that just you sounds know. gross, that term. Exactly. I mutually kissed. Isn't that just a kiss? Anyway. Yeah. Um, no. So By the way, the, no, 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 no. It's uh, not. It's not just a kiss. So the next thing you know, they're like, you need to leave. What? And, you know, he goes outside. His dad's waiting for him in the car because they're picking up after something, you know, an event. And he tells the kid, and the dad is like, wait a minute, that's not biblical. You don't just go after my kid and... You know, all that. That's not biblical. <laughs> I like so it. So the next thing you know, they tell the father, get off the property. Just like my husband did to his first girlfriend when she came to visit him. And he got nervous and yelled at her, get off the property. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, one of our favorite family stories. Anyway... <laughs> So, but your husband would have said, please. Maybe, maybe. He was with a friend and he's like, oh my gosh, she's coming up the lawn. What do I say? And the guy goes, yell, get off the property. So he did. And they were like stunned and turned and left. Um, so they um, ended up telling the father, say his name is Bud. They tell Bud. <laughs> That's who you laugh at? Okay. <laughs> they tell Bud, listen, you can't Bud. come to men's ministry today because oh Mark God. is so upset he won't be able to preach if you're in there. So you're not allowed to come. 
And then this gets around to the other brother who's like getting ready in the praise band in the sanctuary. And he hears... The praise band. Okay. (laughs) The praise band. So then that kid is like, oh my gosh, because the father texts and says, let's go. We're leaving. And so the guy starts packing up his guitar, whatever he plays. (laughs) And here comes that assistant minister and says, you do not leave till I tell you to leave. You're going to be in this thing. And then the kid's like, screw you. And he leaves. But what happens, it gets worse. Like, they have security that keeps you off the property. And, like, they called the police and said that the father's unhinged. The bottom line is that Mark Driscoll got on his daughter's email and wrote the kid, do not come around her, do not talk to her, do not come to church anymore. And through all these false allegations and different things, the whole family was bullied away from the church. Can you imagine the daughter who might be like, but I love him. Yeah. Or Or, it's just a kiss. Or didn't you and mom screw before (laughs) you got married and then put it in a book and bought (laughs) its way to the top of the New York Times? Oh, my God. That poor girl. She's like... I got to get away. I got to right. go to college as far away in the country as I possibly can. Perhaps and Florida. One, <laughs> right. And one day, so how was your first kiss? Well, let well. me tell you. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so great. I was, uh, 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 that just makes me speechless. Oh, what a th- there's more coming. <laughs> All right. So, wow, I just thought mine was a jerk, but he does sound more like a kook when I try <laughs> to make him, uh, when I pull up the kook parts. Okay. Um, by the way, uh, today I am going to meet a friend, and we are going to both play Pokemon Go for one day. Did you ever download that? that? Is, is this... Are these words from Rick Wiles? Is this yes. where I laugh? No, this is not where you laugh. But have you ever played Good. Pokemon Go? Uh, when it came out, I did. Yes. yes. Okay. Just so, like a few times. But then people started getting hit by cars. So oh. it was not a good thing. <laughs> so, yeah. I would hope that somebody in their 40s when it came out would maybe not get hit by a car. But then again, who knows? Um, but for the two people who don't know what it is, it's an app you put on your phone. And it shows exactly what's in front of your phone as though it's taking a camera, but it'll have little beings and creatures from the Pokemon universe popping in to exactly what you see on your phone's camera in front of you. It's really kind of neat. And then you throw a ball at them and you catch them and you get (laughs) points for however many you quote unquote catch. So that's what it's like. So you're constantly walking around with your phone in front of you as though you're taking a video of your real life and, um, and hunting for different Pokemon characters. Some of which, um, I guess they all have different stories with them. I don't know what any of them are. I just thought it was neat to throw a ball at something and watch it explode. And And I know that, like, my daughters during that time would be like, uh can you please take us to this park? There's a rare blah, blah there. (laughs) Right. 
<laughs> your daughters who were not eight <laughs> at the time either. Right. So it was fun. It was a really interesting thing. And I guess it still happens because I'm going to go do it today. Um, and I'm going to do it today because of this. At the church, the flowing rivers, streams, <laughs> at the flowing streams church in Vero Beach. Uh, Rick and and people were having a meeting, and then they saw a guy on the property on a four-wheeler with his phone up as though he was videoing what he was seeing. And so they called the police on him. So the police come back to Rick, and he's like, well, I solved the case. He goes, what was it? He goes, he was playing Pokemon Go, <laughs> and there was a character here that he had to get. So... This is on the heels of the Pokemon Go craze where they had actually been having a meeting that morning talking about how it was possibly demonic. Oh, God. And, um, yeah. So, P.S., they shamed this guy for being a (laughs) 40-year-old playing Pokemon Go. I guess trespassing on church property, which... You know, didn't you get from every movie and TV show that you could just go in churches and sit down and pray when you needed to? Totally. I never, that does not happen, especially in non-Catholic churches. So don't try it. Don't try it. Yeah. If you're, if it's a Catholic church, it's okay. Maybe. Because I think they have people living there kind of keeping an eyeball on things, or at least in Manhattan they do. Well. St. Peter's, you can pop in there. Yeah. Did you know that there's this one Catholic church near me, and nuns live there? And then the nuns, like, clean, you know, they do, like, their sort of meditation by cleaning the uh, the pews and all this. And it was two summers ago. It was super hot. And <laughs> they were cleaning and all this. And then one of them is, like... The doors are locked. It's the only time I'm burning up. I'm going to take off part of this habit. Oh, no. She took off part, and the others did, and they were still sweating. They took off, like, their tops because Mm -hmm. they're holy before God. They didn't care. And they're doing and cleaning, and then there's a knock Mm. on the door. Oh, no. And they're like, oh, And the one lady had been doing it and meditating and in her own mind with Jesus, she forgot that she didn't have a top on. And so she goes and, well, I don't know if she remembered or whatever, but goes to the door and she's like, who's there? And they're like, the blind man. And they know who that is because there's a lot of, and they're like, oh, okay. And they open it and a man hands them window blinds and says, nice tits, here's your blinds. (laughs) I just told someone that joke about a week ago, which is why I'm not laughing. As much oh, it gets as I me want. every time. It gets oh, me every God. time. Oh, oh my God. Nice tits. <laughs> as if a Catholic church with stained glass and they put these river blinds over it. Okay, sorry. Go ahead with your. Um, well, you I can't hadn't heard in. it about the Catholic part. I had heard it with a husband and wife, but my, my comment to you was going to be, there is no way they weren't being lesbian uh, sex goddesses with each other. 
those nuns. <laughs> so you may have just appropriated a different story and Who made it into knows? a joke. That's it. True. Okay, so so apparently the demon from the Pokemon Go game had been <laughs> placed inside their office. And this is the quote. What we found was startling about where these Pokemon <laughs> congregate. We found the churches in our area were where you could capture the demons. Seventy <laughs> percent of the locations were churches. Lots of hospitals and other large institutions have them, like post offices and anything that you would find in any city. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um. What he says is the enemy, Satan, is targeting churches with virtual digital cyber demons. (laughs) I believe this app is a magnet for demonic powers. (laughs) And then, but then they went on and on and said, you know, like, well, at what point does this game go live? Kind of is live. And the Pokemon masters are telling people to kill people in these buildings. Um, uh, So... That that's just and, and there were some churches, if you remember, around the time who were saying, "Well, if you're coming to play Pokemon Go, come on in and worship too. We welcome you, but not Rick." Um, and then he, of course, carries it one step further to round up the goons, um, and he says, "Quote: What if this technology is transferred to Islamic jihadists, and Islamic jihadists have an app that shows them where Christians are located geographically?" Okay, so. Then he also says, you know, like, it could go so far as to tell you where the elders of the church lived and the church leaders lived. Well, that's kind of not hard to figure out also. You have Um, a Trump flag out. We know where you are. (laughs) You have a drainage canal behind your house. Um, But, okay, so part of what I was, I was watching him and hearing this uh, podcast called The Young Turks talk about him and the whole Pokemon thing. And one thing that they said that I thought was really good is they're upset because these Pokemon universes and Harry Potters, they're just competing mythologies. I'm like, Ah. that's such a good point. Yeah. That's such a good point. Right. But they've made it real. It's not Mm -hmm. like Marvel and DC. Right. Oh, my God. Anyway, so he's, there you go. See, but he, like you said, he's old. And so this technology to him <laughs> right. is like the Beatles coming <laughs> to the U.S. Like, this is satanic. This right. is, you know. I and mean, somebody else even referred crazy. to it as like the new satanic panic. Oh, God. They well, really enjoy, don't like Pokemon. Enjoy your Satan worshiping this afternoon. I am gonna, because I know where the churches are and the hospitals. So now let's back up to when Mark Driscoll was at the church that he ended up firing people from. He was really into, you got to be a man, you got to be a man this way and that. And so a lot of his followers, little dick energy men, were like, yeah, I agree with him. (laughs) And they're like, bow hunting. You know, seriously, they were into all that shit. B-A-W or <laughs> B-E-A-U hunting. Oh, good one, good one. I know. No, thank you. 
Well, they also had like a church forum that online so people could go back and forth and they had a lot of people show up and like debate this kind of stuff that was being preached or um, try and get deeper into the word and all this. And so what happened, I had to take my glasses off because I'm very serious about this. So <laughs> everyone has like, you know, shows up and this one guy shows up and he writes, um, we live in a completely pussified nation. <laughs> and then he, like, goes crazy. He's like, we could get every man, real man, as opposed to pussified Jane Dobson knockoff crying promise-keeping homoerotic worship-loving mama's boy sensitive <laughs> emasculated neutered exact male replica evangelifish and have a conference <laughs> in a phone booth. Wait, hold on. He didn't use my favorite new word that I learned. Soy boy. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> if only. But he talks about, like, it all began with Adam. He was the first pussified who kept his mouth shut and watched everything fall headlong down the slippery slide of feminism when he shut his oh. mouth and listened to his wife, who thought <laughs> Satan was a good theologian, blah, blah, blah. As a result, everyone's <laughs> cursed. But he kept going, and he was like, you know, I've got to, we've, we're all standing by watching a nation of men be raised by bitter penis envy burned feminist single mothers. Penis burned what? <laughs> I know. Feministed, actually, <laughs> single mothers who make sure that Johnny grows up to be a very nice woman who sits down to pee. Oh, my God. So, like, this abuse, you know, starts going on in their thing. And then there'd be another person responding, like, that's not very nice. You seem to have a lot of anger. Then another would pop up and say, yes, I totally agree. How do we get this going? And, you know... All that. So it ended up being very, you know, fight clubby in uh, their messages. Um, let and me the read. stack of dead bodies behind the church. Exactly. So he said, I know many of you women will disagree, and they, like Eve, should not speak on this matter. And many men will also disagree, which is further proof of the pussified epidemic having now become airborne. And so then this other one named Hopeful says, man, you're going to bust your aorta. Try and relax, man. So maybe they've just joined forces because uh, Rick Wiles says that uh, he gave a warning that if Trump was removed from office, and here's the quote, there are people in this country, veterans, cowboys, mountain men, guys that know how to fight, and they're going to make a decision that the people that did this to Donald Trump are not going to get away with it, and they're going to hunt them down. Oh, my. See? Yeah. It's this, I want to be a man, manly men, so yeah. much. Yeah. So, this so I is guess going- it's like two guys fighting, and then at one point they come together and mesh as one, and then they're going to break apart and kill each other again. Oh, I thought you were saying they In were the going to... In the cook-off. 
mutually kiss. Mutually kiss. <laughs> so this person goes on, and like it, it's you know just going on, and the guy is named William Wallace II. And it says, today's rant is response to the insanities painting me today. Um, in this very moment of my inner fight club, I'm <laughs> reading everyone's stuff. And, you know, then he says, can I be a gr- gay Christian? And the infamous words of the now metaphysically challenged and likely kindling ex-Pentecostal pastor Sam Kinison how can one man look at another man's hairy ass and find love? <laughs> so, you know, and he says, damn freaks. And this is all in a church-like thing. Um, Setting. Milieu. Exactly. And then he goes, comrades, today we will continue our depacification war with the launching of the Manly Man Award. As your self-appointed king, I will, of course... <laughs> Decide who receives the Manly Man Award. But like all good kings, you subjects are welcome to post your nominations. However, women are not allowed to post anyone except their husband or father, and I will expect ample evidence that they are indeed Manly Man. If you should, for example, make the tragic mistake of nominating your husband because he does the laundry or some such thing, then I will immediately respond with a rant upon you and grant you the Foolish Female Award. Wow. I know. So this is all going on for a long time, you know, with this William Wallace II, and he really starts, he says that women are, I can't find it now, but they're just penis receptacles, is yeah. basically what he says. Um, and this is um, why we're all afraid to go out at night alone because you idiots rape. Right, right. We are not penis receptacles only. <laughs> it, correct. Um, so people then were like, you know, I agree with you. And then others are like, okay, this is getting out of line. What about, you know, Jesus did this, Jesus did that, William Wallace II. You ask a lot of questions, most of them rhetorical. Uh, And you painted Jesus to look like some quasi-homo who never spoke against other doing other guys, was kissed by another guy, always hung out with other guys, and was a really nice guy who happened to be a divine mama's boy. And in polite conversation, you know, you normally know a bit about the person you're speaking to, so you can best frame your responses. Yeah. So I'm extending a hand to you to best answer your questions, because this person was asking, like, biblical questions. I need to know your frame of personal reference, including your age, whether you're single or married, <laughs> and whether you think Jesus was the sovereign Lord of the universe or a really hot guy. So he's like totally homophobic. He keeps going. Then another pastor steps in. Um, and I all this is also, going on. Wait, I need to also know if you think Wonder Woman's plane was truly invisible or just made of <laughs> acrylic and clear. <laughs> oh, my God. So he goes on um, in this thing. And Bonnie, will you be surprised that William uh, Wallace II <laughs> was Mark Driscoll? <laughs> he was trolling 
his oh. own church members. That's so sad. And he was in there for a long time being totally abusive and totally unhinged. Yeah. And no one knew that it was the pastor himself. Um, you know who I bet knew? His wife. God's <laughs> why she cheated on him. Yeah. She's like, like, this has got Mark written all over it. I know. It. I know. <laughs> Let me go receptacle myself to someone else's <laughs> penis. <laughs> oh, but God. he kept going, and he was like, if someone responded... Yeah. He'd say, he said things like, don't get your G-stringed in a bind. Yeah. You seem like a very nice woman, and I'm sure one day you'll make some man very happy. I mean, he was just disgusting. He brings up Richard Simmons. Um, <laughs> That's not fair. Leave him out of office. I know. I know, but he, he was so <laughs> abusive. And oh my God. he was finally caught. Uh, and he gave an apology. He was like, I oh, was just Because seen- he was caught. Right, right, right. Oh He's like, God. I saw some things in my church that upset me because men weren't being men. Oh, gosh. And so it got out of hand, though. And yeah. I apologize and all this. And they really tried to PR the hell out of it, but... Yeah, same PR it, firm yeah. did the book. Yeah, I know, like, I know. We are not crisis management for idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so oh he God. definitely just went off the rails. But when the people found out it was him yeah. doing it and pretending that he yeah. was William Wallace from Braveheart, right, right, they were like, enough is enough. He's bullied everyone, and he's Good. a piece of shit. Yeah. So, speaking of bullying everyone, I'm going to give you some one-two punches here. Okay. From from Slick Rick, not Frosted Flake. Um, the gays. Let's just go with the gays. I mean, the gays. <laughs> the gays. Okay, so Rick claimed that cable news hosts who are gay, Rachel Maddow and Anderson Cooper, were proof that America has been homosexualized. <laughs> Okay, guess who he didn't go after? Shep Smith of the Fox Network. Mm-hmm, hmm. mm-hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Doesn't seem too uh, focused on the gaiety if you're not going to go after Shep Smith. Um, okay, he also asserted that the effects of Hurricane Harvey upon the city of Houston, Texas in 2017 resulted from Houston's LGBT devotion. Yeah. Um, let's see. <laughs> so, um, apparently also in the, uh, in the overall gay bashing that he did in July, 2018, he predicted an imminent coup led by CNN's Anderson Cooper and MSNBC's Rachel Maddow. Uh, the coup would result in the nationally televised decapitation My of the God. Trump family what? on the White House lawn. <laughs> Do this not <laughs> do not speak my dreams. No, I'm joking. I do. This, this even think was of the, that. This was the prediction. Um, so you've got gay, gay, hurricane. Um, also, Judaism and Islam are the antichrist. Throw them in. Sure. Central American immigrants 
those are a brown invasion being used by God to punish white Americans for legal abortion. What the hell? And that's that's a hula hoop of (laughs) gymnastics getting to that one. And the 2017 Las Vegas shooting was conducted by government death squads from a gay lesbian Nazi regime. (laughs) Wait, a gay lesbian government? Yeah. Yeah. Government death squads. But also, they're Nazis? I don't know. It just says from a gay lesbian Nazi regime. Oh, my God. Where is this I guess they have their own government. (laughs) (laughs) Why am I not invited? Is that what the parades are for? (laughs) All right, we're going to have the official meeting after the parade where we (laughs) put together (laughs) our Nazi regime. Oh my uh, God! Yeah, he, like he's he's a Pat Robertson, and Pat Robertson is almost chilling out, and this guy he's is the coming lazy in. Pat Robertson. I know, <laughs> lazy old pastor. Well, the visions. I'll finish Mark Driscoll with this. The vision situation Mark Driscoll also has. So I watched a video about him. I said how he thought his wife was had slept with someone because he dreamed about it, dreamt, yeah. and it was true. She started crying immediately. But he said he also... <laughs> I like that. Immediately. He said, and picture him doing a video. It's probably do like a leadership group, not a whole congregation. He's like, sometimes I see pictures. It's called discernment in front of me. And he said, so one time I see this whole like molestation. People came in and I saw a molestation of this man when he was young. And so I told him, hey, you were molested by this relative. And the guy's like, like, I don't remember that. I think I would remember that. And one, I was just fine (laughs) until you said this. And Mark Mark says, go and check it out. So Mark Driscoll says, and guess what? He went and asked the guy, and the guy said, he said, did you touch me when I was younger? And the relative said, yeah. How did you know? You were too young. What relative what? admits and goes just, yes, I did. You don't remember it, but sure. Then he says, and then I saw, oh my God. I had a couple in for counseling. And right away on my screen, I saw that the woman was in a hotel room having sex with someone that wasn't her husband. I so think I just, just said, sex all the time. this is where it's headed. So then he says, To the couple, I think you're having problems because, and he points to the woman, you haven't told him about the tall blonde that you were sleeping with that you feel more sexually aroused by because he meets your fantasies and blah, blah. So right in front of the husband and everyone, he's just saying this big bombshell and supposedly she, she admits, oh, yes, that's true. Okay, the admissions don't sound true. He keeps going, and he's like, you know, it's awful. I can be walking here and there. I see so many rapes. (laughs) And I see, and I'm like, fuck this. Wouldn't you be like, God, if you love me, don't show me 
these horrible sexual things that happen by these, quote, manly men. But he says that he sees rapes and he pulls people aside and will be like, I saw what happened to you. (laughs) And go ask someone who's terrible and should be in jail. And he goes, and then they go and ask. And the person goes, yes, it was me. Like, I'm like, (laughs) you... Your little picture in oh your mind God. is just um, oh, you know what it some, is some Duggar information there. No, he just watched the show Medium and Patricia Arquette's performance uh, impressed him. That's it. <laughs> but it's only sex scene. It's only sex, and it's yeah. like cheating, sex, abusive sex, <laughs> like. Fun this sex. Is... He doesn't tell anyone about those. Right, I guess he tells right. the husband. Yeah, yeah. Or oh he just God. stores that. So Mark Driscoll is a dick, and that's the end of that. <laughs> All right, so I'll leave you on this. Um, Rick Wiles said he was not going to be vaccinated against COVID. His quote, in fact, was, I'm going to be one of the survivors. I'm going to survive the genocide. This was, of course, in an interview posted to True News. I am not going to allow the COVID maniacs to convince me to be vaccinated or vaccinate me against my will. Against Um, my will. (laughs) Hold them down Um, with one finger? Okay. Um, So he he caught COVID. Right. We said that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Not that he didn't recover. Great. Mm -hmm. So, um, but here's, uh, okay, but let me also just ask you, because this is what I've been thinking of so much lately. If so many people who claim to be like on the Republican side of things are anti-vax and don't want to get vaccinated, why was Trump so excited to get a vaccination in place? I, and why did he supposedly get it? um, And took all this credit for it? Right. It seems like it spiraled out into just this QAnon crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So so here's what he said, and I'll leave you on this quote. I know what I'm reading. I know what I'm seeing, Wiles said, adding that there is a mass death campaign underway right now, and that, quote, the only good thing that will come out of this is that a lot of stupid people will be killed off. (laughs) That... Is such weird irony. Yeah, totally. Because I think that it's going to be the people who don't get vaccinated who might succumb to this Delta variant. It totally has. That's the most people. Yeah, we were saying that in that other episode, and it's like he doubles down on this shit, and then he sort of changes it. He mutates it, much like his DNA is being <laughs> mutated. Anyway, that's all I've got. I just, I guess mine seems, I, I am so embarrassed to say, a little less of a tool than yours. I think it's because yours, one, he's a little older, a little more tired, and <laughs> like people look at him just to make fun of him, where mm. Mark Driscoll like has a pretty big church. Yeah. Um, and I read the Yelp reviews and it was very fun. But one of the things they do, they have a big no picture policy inside mm. 
or of mm. the building and security guards come out and like yeah, yeah. so uh, I'm happier every time I think of how fortunate I am that I didn't drive by the flowing yeah streams or whatever it is church and yesterday. that church looks like one of the places you drive by that has an orange stand out front you an know, orange stand like a stand where they're selling oranges and oh. maybe a totem pole to be like this is florida <laughs> oh Come you mean on. rick yeah rick wiles rick church. wiles yeah. yeah i haven't even seen mark driscoll's well, that's well i guess that's how he's gonna make part of his hundred million dollars <laughs> orange sales <laughs> <laughs> and he he should charge for every pokemon person <laughs> I can't wait to play Pokemon. I'll tell you how it went. Okay. I look forward to Are you going to drive or walk it? Both. Go get that one at the church. I'm, I don't know where we're going to go. Go we're to driving. Wiles' we're church. Driving. Oh, no. We're going south today, baby. <laughs> and leave some chicken on his chicken. stew. <laughs> That's it. That's our annual kook off. And thanks for the suggestions on who to do. And, and I don't, yeah. And be careful if when you're at your kook offs, you have any plant based burgers because <laughs> your children are at risk. <laughs> and adios. Don't be a Mark Driscoll. <gasps> Bye. Bye.